KXSU LP Seattle. It's time for the Red Hawk Report on 102.1 FM KXSU. And now, here's your host, Russell Brown. Welcome in, Red Hawk Nation, to another episode of the Red Hawk Report, coming to you live from Seattle University Studio-run radio station, 102.1 FM KXSU. Flying solo, I am in the studio today. Maz Vita is in Zimbabwe visiting family, so... Congratulations, Maz, on escaping and getting a nice little vacation, going home to see family. So safe travels to him. So in the studio by myself, and I can report that it is a beautiful day outside. So unfortunately for Maz, he cannot argue me on that one. So it's a nice day here, and it's a beautiful day for the Red Hawk Report. Again, thank you for tuning in. We have a good episode as we start to get closer to uh, the WAC Outdoor Track Championships being hosted by Seattle University. So a special episode today where we interview the 4x100 relay team that will be coming up in the next segment. So thank you for them for uh, stopping by. Some big news in Red Hawk Athletics also coming up. So, again, thanks for uh, taking time here at uh, 5 o'clock every day on Monday. Tuning into the Red Hawk Report, making us your home for uh, SU Athletic Updates. So uh, let's how about we dive in, since we don't have any banter today, between uh, me and my uh, partner. Um, and uh, as I said, it was a great, great, great day for, uh, well, great week, I should say, for Seattle University Athletics. We'll start with an alumni. We don't do a lot of alumni updates, but we're going to do it today, especially when one one makes history. And uh, that was Mr. Alex rolled on. Former Red Hawk on the soccer pitch out there at Championship Field. He and the Seattle Sounders captured the Champions League title, the CONCACAF Champions League. I'm sure a lot of you know the Champions League over in Europe going on there. Well, North and Central America also have one, the CONCACAF Champions League. Also feeds into the Club World Cup. An American slash MLS team has never won, ever. Yeah, I think 16 years since the current format has been made. It has been a Liga MX team. Seattle Sounders finally have a guy from Seattle U, Mr. Alex Roldan, to put them over the hump is at least how I'm going to pitch it as they end up getting the win. The leg leg one down in uh, Mexico were even with Pumas, who was their their opponent for the final. 2-2. They were down, came back, two penalty kicks, got them to the level finish down there in Mexico. So they came home pretty much 0-0 match. All they had to do was outscore Pumas to avoid uh, extra time and PKs. Well, they wanted to avoid that completely because they just they they took down Pumas in fashion. Huge crowd, sixty eight thousand, I believe, at CenturyLink or excuse me, Lumenfield, as uh, they captured the title first time ever. As I said, so the Sounders have become a dynasty, as anybody who's in the Seattle market knows, or even outside at this point. Uh, but rolled on, played every single minute. Of the 3 0 win uh, at right back, I believe. And uh, man, uh, it's just it, it's such a big moment for uh, Alex, his brother Christian, the rest of the Seattle Sounders. Um, and it, it, was, it was tremendous. The emotion that you saw from the players and how much pride they took in it was, was really something special. And we actually were able to catch up with Alex after the match. And uh, he went on a lot about, you know, how much this means for Seattle and all that. But he also thanked Seattle University uh, for really shaping what he is today. 
Yeah, I owe lots to Seattle U. I mean, it, it gave me my first stepping stone. It got my feet wet, and then it introduced me to, to a level of, of um, competition that I needed. Um, and then jumping from there, I got drafted, and then, you know, everything from then on kind of helped shape me to the player I am today. And, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for all the years that I've been here to, to get to this moment. And obviously we are so thankful for Alex as well for everything he's done and you think about current athletes, Achille Kasim and the rest of the Red Hawks that are currently going to go play for Ballard FC. You know, it's it's starting to show that these uh, former Red Hawks go on to do great things. And I'm so happy we get to highlight that. So, like I said, a little alumni update to start the show just to show that these Red Hawks, as much as we talk about, they go on to do great things to finally be able to highlight what they go on to do. So, again, congratulations, Alex and the Sounders for uh, capturing the CONCACAF Champions League. Back on campus, we had some news. We'll stay away from athletes, current athletes again, but we will go to a former athlete, not at this prestigious university, but uh, Mr. Al Grigsby, a former assistant to the head coach last season. He hired on for men's basketball. Uh, he is going to be the new assistant AD for development. He'll be in the O'Brien Center. So pretty close. Come join uh, me and the rest of the Rockets crew in O'Brien. So big shout out to Al Really appreciate uh, everything he did for the basketball team and happy that he's going to be, you know, kind of on the administrative side. Um, Grigsby played college basketball at Cal and has his number four retired. Not a lot of people, ladies and gentlemen, have their number retired at the University of California. And Al was a tremendous player, went to the NCAA Sweet 16 twice. So uh, Al is great on the hardwood. He's a great coach, great mentor, and we're really excited to have him as the new assistant 80 for development. When it comes finally to athletes, uh, the rowing wrapped up their season at the Windermere Cup, had the chance to go down there and watch that, and uh, it's such a spectacle. If you've never been able to go see the Windermere Cup hosted at the University of Washington, please go at some point, because it is quite an event seeing all of the teams come around. There's different levels of competition, high school teams, club teams, college um, the Dutch national team was there as well to compete. I mean, it's just it's it's amazing to watch. And the Red Hawks competed in that. The Varsity Eight took fourth in the Ericsson Cascade Cup. Uh, the third Varsity Boat uh, Eight Boat took second in a head-to-head race against the Huskies. And then uh, Varsity Four rounded out action, taking third in a four-boat field. So congratulations to rowing on a very good season. It was, as I said, a pleasure to watch you compete at the Windermere Cup. Quite a few Seattle University uh, fans, parents, alumni were there waving the flags on their goddess. So, uh, again, congratulations on a great season. And, it uh, again, I, I can't recommend enough at some point to go to the Windermere Cup. If you're just a fan of sports, please go. It's just something you really want to be able to take in at some point, especially if you live out here and, you know, water is such a big thing and, such a great sport on water. It's uh, definitely definitely something to take in. Nathan Cogswell, Mr. Uh, Red Hawk Report alumni, he had some big news, hosted in the O'Brien Center last week. We talked about it. We were previewing it last week on our last episode. But uh, he won the WAC tournament, so he got to be the automatic bid to the NCAAs. So the selection show was hosted at the O'Brien Center. Coaches former or current athletes, teammates showed up to see where he was going to go. Well, he is one of five individuals competing in the Stockton Regional. So congratulations, Nathan. Big shout out to you. 
have been absolutely dominant on the golf course. Really proud of you. Uh, he will be battling to be one of 45 golfers vying for one of six spots at national finals. Now, that's a lot of numbers. So he wants to be the top one in his Stockton regional to be one of the six that will compete at the national finals. And the way he's been golfing, I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to put it past him. Believe me that uh, he has been swinging a hot club. I don't see that. I'm probably showing my lack of golf knowledge, um, <laughs> unfortunately, but I'm just going to go. He's swinging a hot club you know he's he's doing well out there on the course um cogswell had a great season he was first team all whack making him the first seattle U golfer to be named on consecutive first teams uh he was whack golfer of the week three times so um i mean just a very 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 good uh season he's had and hopefully he gets to uh top it off with the uh Birth in the national finals. That'd be great. So uh, please pay attention to him in the Stockton Regional. We're all pulling for you, uh, Nathan. Represent Seattle University as you have been all season. And the bat and ball sports. Very, very good week last week for them. Baseball, two out of one. Or two out of three. <laughs> two out of three against Dixie State and the Trailblazers. Both uh, softball and baseball were down in St. George, Utah to take on Dixie State. Baseball team Derek Gellos and Trevor Anderson just showed up and showed out as both hit grand slams in the series. Not the same game, but uh, one apiece in the two wins that they had. Both hit a grand slam. Uh, Red Ox currently sit in fifth in the WAC West standings, but they currently, uh, they're currently they the three seed for the West Division going into the WAC tournament because CBU and Dixie State still, because of their transition to Division One can't qualify for the tournament. All they have to do is be a top four of those that do qualify. They're currently sitting in the third spot. They have a tough matchup this week, and then have another tough matchup next week before uh, Arizona and Mesa, Arizona. They play California Baptist, who is very good, despite not being able to qualify for the postseason, and Grand Canyon next week in Arizona. So it's going to be a long stretch in Arizona for them next week. But, I mean, it's coming down the wire, and uh, we'll talk about it more in the final segment previewing next or this week. But, I mean, CBU, that Lancer series, please come up, show out for the Red Ox. It is senior weekend as well. Sunday will be senior day, so let's send them out with a bang and hopefully get them to secure that spot down in Arizona. Softball, who I mean, we've bragged about them plenty on the Red Hawk report, they also took down the Trailblazers, clean, clean sweep, Took them down. Carly Nance and Olivia Vigiano also set some records. Shocker. Carly Nance tied Seattle U's all-time Division I record for wins at 48, which means she can break it this season at the WAC tournament. She can break it. She just needs one more win in the circle to get to 49. Olivia Vigiano tied the all-time triples record with her 11th. 11 triples. I mean, people... Baseball or softball, it's hard to get that in a career, and she did it in the span that she's been here. And I mean, 11 triples, that's hard to do. Uh, so congratulations to Olivia and Carly on amazing accomplishments. Not only that, but the team accomplishment as well. They finished second. Their season's a little bit shorter or it wrapped up a little bit sooner than baseball. They finished second in the West WAC West, and their 15 WAC wins ties a program record. So congratulations to them. Obviously, they had some tough series. They had that long, unbeaten, well, not unbeaten, but 
long series win streak in the Western Athletic Conference has snapped. They had some injuries. They got banged up for a little bit, but still got to 15, 15 and 9, I believe, off the top of my head. Finished the whack. Uh, regular season so congratulations to them a big big accomplishment and uh they uh, we'll talk about that again in the next segment but they don't know who they're going to play in the first round they know it's one of two teams um but we'll uh, see who they finally get a square off with on espn plus uh next week or this week i should say uh coming up a couple days so it's 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 good it's good right now on the diamond as uh both those squads really really pushing forward to make some noise in the whack tournament down there. And, uh, you know, you just got to tune in support. You know, we, we said that they just had to get hot at the right time. They, they took some bumps, baseball and softball, but they're still, they, they're still fighters and they're going to come out and they're going to give it their all. And, uh, we couldn't be more proud of you guys. So keep the good work up. Well, that does it for the first segment. We'll take a quick break. We have a great interview coming up. We had a first, a couple weeks ago, as we had an in-studio interview. And now this week we have a four-person interview as we talk to the 4 by 100 relay team coming up. It's going to be a great interview, so we uh, really appreciate the guys for coming on. But we'll take a quick break, get to that interview. You're listening to the Red Hawk Report on Seattle University student-run radio station, 102.1 FM KXSU. This broadcast is brought to you in part by Seattle Children's. Seattle Children's has been named one of the best children's hospitals in the nation by U.S. News and World Report. Hope. Care. Cure. Seattle Children's. This broadcast is made possible in part by Copiers Northwest. For over 30 years, Copiers Northwest has been offering multifunction copier, printer, and software solutions for businesses and organizations in the Northwest. Swedish is proud to support Seattle U's athletic department and its students. Swedish offers programs such as charity care, research, community health, and education. More information is available at Swedish.org. This broadcast is made possible in part by Coke Zero, a proud supporter of Red Hawk men's basketball. Coke Zero has zero sugar and no calories. Coke Zero is available in stores now. Coke Zero, a proud partner of Seattle University Athletics. And welcome into another episode of the Red Hawk Report here on KXSU 102.1. We're joined by track athletes Brant Yamamoto, Tom Topinka, Isaiah, and Noah Payne. Hey, guys, thanks for uh, hopping on the Red Hawk Report. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah, so the first thing I noticed when we got put into a group chat trying to set this up is 808. So what is this Hawaii connection that you guys all seem to share? When we, when at least we got recruited in the same year, I actually met you at State Champs our senior year. And then I guess I, I don't know what to talk to you guys. You guys met your state champs your senior year too. Yeah, yeah. And then I don't know. It's it's the area code. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I mean, but uh, Payne's you guys went to Canada eventually, right? Uh, we so we were born in Canada. Okay, so it's yeah. the reverse. Okay. Yeah, so we were born in Canada, and then we moved to um, Hawaii for high school. Okay. And. I mean, yeah, now we're here for college, so, yeah. We appreciate that you guys are here. Obviously, it's a long journey from either Canada or Hawaii. Obviously, Canada a little bit closer. But uh, what drew you to Seattle University? What was it about the school that really got you to come here and be a Red Hawk? Um, For me, at least, it was location because we were kind of halfway. We have uh, have family up in Vancouver. We have family in Edmonton, Alberta, So, and obviously in Hawaii as well. So we... For me, it was 
Seattle's right in the middle, you know? So I can go to any city and visit any family that I want. And that was a big turning point for me. So, What about you guys? Any What's your favorite part about the city or the university so far? Um, definitely, like, this relay team, I think. Because uh, we've kind of had it um, at least their three years, my three years here. We've had, like, the same kind of um, relay team. And it's just kind of... We also are kind of in the same training pod too, so it's been it's been cool like bonding with these guys um, over the years and kind of having a shared interest in the same events. It's just been really nice. When it comes to being a track athlete, has there been a memory that's really stood out? Whether it's your high school career before that here at Seattle University, is there an event? Is there anything that really stood out that it's the highlight so far of your career? Um, for me, probably high school so far. Um, I ran in the 100, ran a 10.7.0, and that was like the Maui MIO record for um, any guy. So I thought that was that was a really cool moment for me. Also, like being from Hawaii, we're all from Hawaii, and I don't know. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I guess like for me, track wise, it was just like being a part of this relay team too. I mean, high school, I kind of just did track just to do track, but then coming up here kind of gave me a bigger like perspective of like the whole track world and like just the sport which made me love the sport even more but I guess for like running the four by one relay in our WAC championship last year we were super close to having the <laughs> record the school record and that was like a probably big highlight for me just because like I got to show out with some of my Hawaii boys. Going off that Hawaii boys thing what's something you guys you know we talked about what you like about Seattle what do you miss about Hawaii and the islands? Oh man! <laughs> Open it up. Go oh, ahead. Hey, you got yeah. time. <laughs> if we keep it short, I mean, it's just the beach, and obviously, like the sunlight, because it does. I mean, sometimes it does take a toll, but like being with Hawaii people and being with my teammates, it just makes like Seattle a little bit more better. But definitely the food too. Yeah. But Seattle has really good Asian food too, so it's always a big bonus. What about you guys? What do you guys miss about Hawaii's? Well, so far, what do you miss about it? Uh, I was definitely the weather. Uh, I, I definitely didn't have to go through that much rain, like practicing <laughs> in high school or just running. There's definitely been a lot of rain, but the city vibe, I, the city vibe's definitely grown on me. So I'm definitely liking that more. But yeah, Hawaii's beaches for sure, sunlight, that kind of thing. Oh, for me, um, you know, practicing. When we come here and practice, we're always wearing the jackets during warm up. We, we like. Now, now it's spring. We kind of get to, you know, go into the T-shirts. But back home, you're practicing shirtless, you yeah. know, practicing shirtless with shorts, you know. And sometimes people even warm up like that. You're warming up in 95-degree weather, and now we're warming up in 40-degree weather, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> a big difference. Uh, personally, I would like the, the heat more. Right. Um, but, yeah, the beach, the food, um, and how fresh it is, how fresh the food is over there. Um, and just the fact that you kind of, because the islands are so small, mm -hmm. you can drive around wherever and you get to do whatever. You know, you get to hike, you get to, we, I'm sure all of us have gone cliff jumping, you know, um, just stuff like that. You don't really get to do that here, but uh, that's what I miss. So. I actually like the cold, so I enjoy hey, it. Yeah, I like this weather. Okay. Uh, I think for me, it's like, I think it's like the food, like I'm a big sushi person, I'm a big fish person. It's kind of hard to get that type of like quality of fish up here, I think. 
that's not like shipped in. It's like mm -hmm. they catch you off the boat in Hawaii. You just like the people at the restaurant just go and they just buy it off the dock. It's kind of nice. But I think for the most part, me moving up to Washington has kind of been like kind of fun because I like the weather here, as I said. I kind of like the Pacific Northwest, but I miss home when I'm here. But when I go home, I also like miss here. So it's like a good balance, yeah. at least for me. That's good. Payne Brothers, going to the next question with you guys. What has it been like competing with each other growing up and then now being able to compete side by side at Seattle University? Ooh, it's It's been a journey, you know. Um, we started out in Canada. We both started when I think I was nine and he was eight. Um, we trained with uh, coaches that went to the Olympics, that ran in the Olympics. We trained with guys who were training to go to the Olympics. Um, our old training partner is the backup running back for the Carolina Panthers. Okay. So we've had, like, in Canada, we had great, great competition and great um, practice, um, you know, competition as well. Here, we get that as well. You know, don't get me wrong. I love training with these guys, and we're always very close, especially in blocks. But, um, you know, going, uh, going to Maui, <laughs> um, we didn't it was a totally different change for us that was that was our very first move in our entire lives and we were different country different climate you know um and then we Noah and I we were getting first and second in every race and it was we still had that competitive spirit you know being being brothers we get to you know just kind of trash talk each other <laughs> and like you know push each other around and force each other to get better yeah. and then coming here obviously now we're at the d1 level and we get to see each other compete against other great great competition and just to cheer each other on and to be like you know i've been doing this for 11 years now cheering him on through every race or running against him in the same race and just being able to do that with him is definitely a journey i will never forget and i will never ever take it, uh granted for you know just it's straight love, brotherly love, you know, love for the sport, and we get to do it together. And I'll tell you one thing, our parents are super happy yeah. about that. So, <laughs> yeah. You want to add anything? I know it's hard to top that one. I mean, he went pretty deep. But you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll try to go. Um, yeah, just thinking the journey from Canada to Maui to um, Seattle, as you were saying, and definitely training for that long with one person. He definitely knows, like, how to push you, but also, like, really how to push your buttons, too. Like definitely, there's been some times. Uh, yeah, I've had to definitely had to try to beat him out of the blocks and stuff. Just I just had to do something. But um, yes, it's really it's been cool seeing like a familiar face basically everywhere that I've tried to compete in track for the most part. And I think um, I kind of appreciate that more now, just seeing because it helped me kind of, um, especially coming here, just uh kind of be more comfortable going in with the team and like meeting the team and every and everything and then uh kind of finding my own way eventually but yeah it's been it's been really amazing just running with this guy for so long big reason why we're doing this interview the timeliness of it is you guys are hosting whack track coming up this week what about that has you most excited what are you looking forward to for being the host team or any other emotions that are associated with that i mean at least for me when you first come here, like we have a two lane track to train on. You don't really think, I at least I never thought that we would host the meet, not let alone the WAC championship here. So I think that's just a credit to our coaches, Chad and Kelly. Like they really pushed for this after our freshman year. 
and I'm really grateful for it because I'm at least in high school for me I've never had a home track to be honest not really anyway we would run at the same track every week but it wasn't like our home track we didn't really have like a home stadium to train on we had to go to another high school tram so this is really my first home meet I'm kind of looking forward to it it's gonna be lit <laughs> um yeah I'm excited you know we have great great competition we have guys who are you know top 20 in the nation gonna be competing on our home turf you know and we gotta we gotta defend it and like brand said training on a two two lane track training in constant rain and cold you know all these other schools don't have that so we're coming they're coming up here and we are going to we're going to do our best and put on a show for everybody and all of us are super excited and we hope everybody else is super excited and you know shows up gives us great support and uh we've all worked very very hard for this opportunity and um credit to our coaches you know getting us this bid for uh to to host this meet and you know thank you to everybody who's putting all together all the staff and we'll just go out and have fun you know (laughs) <laughs> I mean, in all retrospect, I guess it's just showing out for all of our friends and families or all the staff just repping SU in general. It's just it's just going to be fun, and I'm excited, and I'm sure these guys are just as excited, too. Yeah. Kind of a fun question to end to wrap everything up, so just between the four of you, so answer as many of you guys want. Um, first off, who is the funniest out of the four of you guys? Oh, definitely me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You got yeah, you guys agree with laugh. that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. It's just a laugh. <laughs> All right, that was a quick one. That was a quick one. Uh which one of you is the best dressed in your opinion? Definitely me again. <laughs> oh. All right, we might have to pass the mic. Is that, is that, we all agree on that one. <laughs> Best dress, definitely not Isaiah, though. Definitely not. No. <laughs> okay. All right, shots fired, shots fired. So we, we, we agree best dressed and funniest so far is a sweep. Um, what about who, since you guys are track athletes, who's always late? Or who can you associate with being the one to show up last? Uh, the same guy. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> He's always showing. He showed up late to this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So a three for three sweep, that's it. Mm. Okay, all right. Well, I, I was hoping for a little more, you know, fighting for the uh, the top crown. But hey, guys, we appreciate you guys hopping on the Red Hawk Report. Good luck this week, everybody. Go cheer them on at Whack Track. Uh, appreciate you guys' time and uh, go Red Hawks. Go Red Hawks. Georgetown Brewing is a proud sponsor of Red Hawk Men's Basketball. Georgetown Brewing Company is an independently owned Seattle craft brewery and the maker of Manny's Pale Ale. Information about their tasting room, kegs, growlers, and cans to go can be found on their website, georgetownbeer.com. Red Hawk Men's Basketball is sponsored in part by Alaska Airlines. Alaska Airlines is now offering enhanced cleaning measures and mask requirements on all flights. More information is available at alaskaair.com. This broadcast is brought to you in part by Seattle Children's. Seattle Children's has been named one of the best children's hospitals in the nation by U.S. News and World Report. Hope. Care. Cure. Seattle Children's. Jade Lancaster of Women's Tennis, and you are listening to the Red Hawk Report. And welcome back into the studio. Another big shout out to Tom Topinka, Brant Yamamoto, Noah, and Isaiah Payne for hopping on and giving us a little interview 
the 4x100 team as they get ready for Whack Track hosting Whack Track this week. So uh, thank you guys for hopping on. Great interview. And uh, I was shocked by some of the questions on uh, everything, but it was it was definitely a great time. Um, I'm glad, glad they were able to come on and, uh, you know, their busy schedules, especially getting ready for everything and doing the four person for uh, excuse me, four person interview. I mean, it's not easy. So uh, we appreciate it. And if you want to check out that interview in video form, it is live on GoSeattleU.com to check it out. And uh, see those guys again. Thank you to Tom, Brant, Noah, and Isaiah. Well, time to look at the week ahead. As I've already alluded to, a few big things are going on. So we'll dive in. Nothing going on today except for the Red Hawk Report. Again, thank you for tuning in. Uh, big Onada for today when it comes to athletics. Tomorrow, though, is the final showdown between the Huskies and Red Hawks on the baseball diamond. Split currently one apiece. The Huskies won in extra innings at home earlier in the season. Last week, two weeks ago, Huskies came to Bannerwood. Red Hawks took care of business there. So uh, this is the final showdown. It will be at Husky Ballpark again tomorrow at 6 p.m. So season series on the line there. Red Hawks have been on an absolute tear as of late. Five of their last six trying to make it uh, six big wins with only one loss in that stretch. I mean, that's that's good, especially when you're going towards whack uh, baseball. So big, big matchup there between the Crosstown rivals. That's at 6 p.m. Wednesday rolls around and the softball championships start, whack championships. And uh, Red Hawks don't know who they're going to play. They do know it's one of two teams, though. It's either Sam Houston State or New Mexico State. That is at 5 p.m. on ESPN+. Plus. So big showdown there for Carly Nance, Olivia Vigiano, and the Red Hawks softball squad. Thursday, drum roll. It is WAC Outdoor Track and Field Championships hosted by Seattle University at the University of Washington using their facilities. Big, big event. Big hostability time that Seattle University can host an event. It's it's huge. Think about last year, the turnout for WAC softball. Make sure we have a big turnout here for track and field as well. Support the athletes. Please go support everybody. We've had Trish Jocelyn on the show. We've now had Tom, Brant, Noah, and Isaiah. So we've had five Red Hawk track athletes on this show. So we're definitely going to show our support for them. And good luck to them. If you are wanting to attend any of the event, Thursday is open to the public. No need for tickets or anything like that. Friday and Saturday, nothing is can be pre-purchased. You can show up and get tickets at the facility there on the campus of the University of Washington. And then the broadcast will be split between ESPN Plus and the WAC Digital Network, depending uh, on the final day, on the, the day events, the night events. So check out the schedule there for more information. But it's a big, big honor to host this championship. Everybody behind the scenes that is putting this on have you know, been working nonstop to make sure this goes off. So congratulations and thank you to everybody behind the scenes. As as the guy said in the interview, if it wasn't for the coaches, the ops team, this would not be possible. So thank you for being amazing behind the scenes. You guys don't get enough credit. You deserve all the credit in the world for what you do. Thank you for helping put this on. Friday rolls around and baseball Senior weekend kicks off as the series for CBU is huge. 
It's huge. We talked about it. they're currently sitting in third when it comes to seeding, fifth when it's just overall in the WAC West. As the Lancers come to down, Lancers swept them last time. So revenge is on the mind of Donnie Hero and the WAC, or the WAC, of Seattle U baseball. So they, they, it's on their mind. They're riding high. Talk about if they can get a win over the Huskies, riding super high. Send the seniors off well at Bannerwood Park. Due to scheduling, as of now, again, go check Go Seattle U for this, uh, any schedule updates. But for now, Monday or Friday's game, make that is a 10.35 a.m. first pitch on the WAC Digital Network. Bannerwood Park is also shared with the uh, school districts on the east side, so some makeup games before uh, they get into state and stuff has to be used, so it's a little bit earlier game, not a little bit, very early game um, for the Red Ox and the Lancers there. That same start time will be on Saturday as well. 10.35 a.m. for that one, and then please show up for Senior Day on Sunday. We have a bunch of seniors on this year's team. So please show up, cheer them on. Not only is it a big series for seeding for uh, whack, uh, the WAC tournament, but it's also a chance to send these guys out with a bang. Let's pack Bannerwood. Hopefully the weather's nice. That's a 12 p.m. first pitch, so it's just that nice Saturday, or excuse me, make that Sunday noon, nice Pacific Northwest day for some baseball. Come on, cheer the Red Hawks. Need your support in that final series as they uh, try to push their way towards Mesa. So it's going to be big. It's going to be big, and uh, I know they appreciate it. We appreciate it as well. So come check out baseball. And uh, that's, you know, we talked about everything's winding down, folks. It's crazy. I don't know what we're going to do over the summer to keep you guys interested, but we're going to find a way to keep you interested on the Red Hawk Report. I know there's been some fun interviews thrown out there that, uh, well, you just got to uh, stay tuned for, but it's, it's, you know, it's winding down. It's championship season, folks, and, you know, these athletes are pushing, being pushed their hardest right now. Uh, school, they're being pushed hard, and this, you know, this is where you come out and support, and this is why we do the Red Hawk Report to highlight Everything they are pushing for, working for, uh, achieving. We've had alumni, Roldans. We've had current athletes, Cogswell, doing such big, wonderful things. And we're so happy we get to highlight that on this show. And, uh, you know, we, we appreciate you tuning in. Obviously, we've, we've gotten the numbers. This show has increased in viewership every week. We truly, truly appreciate it. No matter what you listen through, whether you listen on Go Seattle U, when are we on Google Podcast now, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, whatever you tune in on, we appreciate the support truly. And again, it's all about the athletes and making sure their voices are heard, uh, are heard here through the airwaves. If uh, you want to watch the videos, every interview we do is on GoSeattleU.com. Check that out. Share it. Push it out. Make sure these athletes get the platform they uh, so, so deserve. And uh, hopefully next week we'll have a co-host out here. So I'm just not rambling and you guys get sick of my voice. But we'll have a co-host next week until Moz gets back in studio. Obviously in Zimbabwe, we'll, uh, you know, hope for safe travels for him. But uh, for now, that wraps up another edition of the Red Hawk Report here. Uh, Again, we're still pushing in the double digits. It's hard to believe that, you know, this started off, you know, couple years ago actually folks and uh, it's been coming along 
you know, every episode is a little bit different than the last every time we come over the airwaves, but we appreciate it. We can't do it without you. And hopefully we can, you know, come back one day and we're in triple digits and continue to make this thing grow and uh, continue to push out great content for you at home. Keep highlighting great student athletes. Gonna be, by the time we hit triple digits, we're going to have a whole new class. Everybody's going to be different around here. But uh, well, not, hopefully not everybody's different around here. But, uh, you know, we hope to get there one day and uh, we'll see what the future holds for the Red Ox. But for now, great things are happening. We appreciate you tuning into the Red Ox Report. Again, if you have the chance... Head over to Whack Track at the University of Washington this weekend. Tune in for softball battling in the uh, Whack tournament and baseball heating up there. So, uh, again, we appreciate it. Go Red Hawks. Hope to see you on the next episode next Monday at 5 p.m. here on KXSU 102.1. Everybody have a good and safe week.